The scripture reading this morning is from Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 in the New Revised Standard Version. Hear these words. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your words acknowledge him, and he will make, your, make straight your paths. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, Chapelwood. I want to talk today about little things done daily. What are those little things that you do, that you do daily, maybe at the beginning of the day or the end of your day, that you do daily, and they have powerful effect on the rest of your life? Little things done daily can make a big difference. I, I remember growing up, uh, my parents would say, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And the longest journey begins with what? The first step. Little things done daily. Now, little things don't just contribute uh, to our larger accomplishments. Little things can build character. Little things done daily begin to build who we are, our identity, our understanding. Little things done daily. I often, growing up, had tasks to do, either by my parents or friends of the family or little jobs that I would do in the neighborhood and I remember my parents telling me regularly that follow through is everything, that those little things make a big difference. I can tell you that when Grace was growing up, the babysitters that we wanted to hire back to take care of her were the ones that would do the dishes even though we hadn't asked them to. Little things done daily. Recently, I was talking to a colleague uh, just about a variety of things. And one of them, we were talking about interviewing staff members, uh, uh, prospective staff members. And this colleague said, if I had only one interview question to ask, I'd ask, what chores were you responsible for when you were growing up? I laughed. I, I thought, what a great question it gets at. Uh, their work ethic, it gets at their perseverance, it gets at their sense of responsibility, and ultimately, it gets at their character. Little things done daily. When we turn our focus towards uh, Proverbs, um, we find that it is a book of uh, wise sayings, a collection of them, 31 chapters with a variety of outcomes and a variety of discussions. In a survey of Christians a few years back, BibleGateway.com identified the top 10 favorite Bible passages for Christians that year. Would you be surprised that Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 was ranked number 8 out of 10? As we look at Proverbs today, I want to remind you a little bit about how Proverbs comes to us. It's a, a wisdom literature book. It is in the Old Testament. Tradition says that King Solomon wrote it. Now, tradition also says that King Solomon wrote Song of Songs and Ecclesiastes. 
I just want you to take a moment there, those of you who are familiar with the Bible, those three books written by one man. Most scholars say that uh, King Solomon wrote Song of Songs when he was a young man, and he wrote Proverbs when he was in middle age, and Ecclesiastes he wrote in his elderly years. Proverbs. I often marvel at how uh, one could uh, pull all of this wisdom information together. Now, now with wisdom literature, you have to be careful. Understanding can be hard because of the the small pithy statements. Some uh, Proverbs are just one verse long. Ours today is two verses long. And some would say that the whole chapter of chapter three hangs together as a particular proverb. You can also find at the end of the book, Proverbs 31, all hangs together as a particular proverb for spouses. So if you read Proverbs and you find that something in the beginning of the book doesn't uh, agree or is consistent with something at the end of the book, remember wisdom literature, a different approach than nature, or, uh, than narrative uh, or law-based books of the Bible. I want to pull out just a little bit here, uh, looking at the words, a lot like we did last week with um, uh, the Shema from Deuteronomy. So the passage begins, chapter 3, verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. Now, now some of you who learned this particular passage in vacation Bible school or when you were younger, you kind of, you have that King James wording wired into you. And it's a little bit frustrating to hear non-King James language. I want to remind you that there are many more words in English than there are in Hebrew. And that it's probably good for us to see different translations of the same Hebrew text. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Let's take trust just for a moment. Trust is a powerful connection. Trust is a a willingness, if we look at the Hebrew word here, to give all of what we are, to put our fate in the hands of others. Uh, Trust has to do with knowing that the person you trust is worthy of that trust. Uh, In a lot of different ways, the word for trust um, is utilized in the Old Testament uh, to signify almost a surrender or a submission. Trust in the Lord. So we could say, submit to the Lord, uh, uh, rely upon the Lord, um, surrender to the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, Now, those of you who were with us last week, remember back, we talked about heart. Uh, It was part of that Deuteronomy chapter uh, around the Shema. What did the heart mean? I know uh, for us Americans, heart means passion. It means love. It means emotions. But for uh, the Hebrew people, uh, for the Hebrew language, heart is really the center of who you are. It's the identity that you have. It is the character that you have. So, uh, so submit to the Lord with all of who you are. 
And then we go on for the second half of verse five, and do not rely on your own insight. Um, Now the King James Version says here, um, and do not lean on your own understanding. Let's take that word rely, do not rely. This really is that um, kind of uh, bringing trust a little bit further, that the ability to rely or lean Uh, is the ability to um, be sustained by something, uh, to be uh, persevered by something, to be um, kind of pulled up and taken care of. So, uh, and do not um, rely, do not allow yourself to be sustained on your own insight or understanding. Friends, I like to say that there is no common sense or common knowledge from the Bible's perspective, that our ability to use common sense or common knowledge is probably not the best foundation for us to lean on because we carry inside of us a number of voices that tell us whether we're good or not. They tell us whether God loves us or not. They tell us um, as we look at those around us, whether we measure up or whether we don't. Really, our understanding is not something to be leaned upon or relied upon. Now, I want to say that understanding here is not logic, right? It's not if I just think harder, I can figure it out and be godly. But rather, this passage and the Bible itself and all of Christianity says that the way that leads to life is not on our own insights and understanding, but being willing to hear what God has said to us through scripture, through the gospels, through the law. That is what really allows us to be sustained. When we look at verse six, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Uh, Verse six um, has one of those, um, I'd say 50 cent words, if you will. It's the word connected with acknowledge. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Let's take a moment. Acknowledge goes back to the root word of know or to know uh, or to be noticed. That would be the word yada in Hebrew. And yada, this to know is a powerful thing. It is the word in the King James when Adam uh, laid with Eve and knew her, yada. When we talk about knowing and acknowledging, the concept in the Hebrew is that one cannot know yourself Um, unless there is someone who knows you. Um, The image of a mirror is often used when teaching about this word, that to know is a matter of being able to uh, allow someone else to see you in the mirror. I want you to think about that. Sometimes we think that there are things that are ours, that are private, that are not God's to know. But the truth of the matter is that God created us, that God sustains us, that God has forgiven us of our sins, and God knows us. Do we want to admit that we are okay with God knowing us? 
You see, when we, um, in all our ways, we acknowledge God, in all our ways, we allow God to know us, we find that we can't be, uh, or I can't be a you or a me unless I am part of an us. And God gives us that opportunity to be known by someone else. As we continue with the second portion of of verse six, um, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Uh, That's interesting. Some of the King James language talks about and he will direct your paths. Sometimes we take the Bible as um, a way to find blessing. It is the way to prosper, to become rich. It is the way to um, do things perfectly and right and to win at the game of life. I think here this straight paths idea is far more important. You see, when your path is straight, you can see what's coming. When you're in the midst of a curving path that's in the midst of valleys and mountains, you are unaware of what the future holds. Here, in the midst of straightening your paths, we begin to see where we are headed. Not to see that we are headed to win the game of life, but rather, we know what's coming. And having trusted in the Lord with all of our heart, we don't rely on our own understanding but rather in all our ways, we acknowledge him and we find that whatever the future holds, we are blessed to journey to it together. I really want you to think about what are those small things, those little things that done daily make a difference. Now, if you haven't already figured out that I think that uh, Christians should be reading the Bible and praying daily, then welcome to it. (laughs) Um, This is another one of those verses that if we are to read the Bible for all it's worth, we will find that it's not just for window dressings or decorations on holidays, but that a passage like this can become a spiritual compass for us. That we can wake up every morning. If you are looking for a verse to memorize, here's your verse. And what's wonderful about it is that it is a deep verse with lots of layers and levels to it. As you get better at doing Hebrew word studies, you'll begin to discover that there is so much more buried in this one passage. It is a little thing that done daily, that that reading scripture daily, we derive meaning for ourselves and purpose as well. And then if you ever wondered what you're supposed to pray about, pray about what God calls up inside of you as you do these little things daily that make a huge difference in our lives. I uh, am a big believer in the work of character, that, uh, that character is what you do regularly. Character is who you are when no one's watching. Character is the values that you're passing down to your children. Character is an opportunity to allow your understanding to become God's will for your life.
So I hope this week that you'll pick a passage of scripture and read it regularly. Maybe even Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. I wonder what that'll do for you. Little things done daily. I look forward to talking with you again as we continue to read the Bible for all it's worth. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.